The How Dare You podcast is brought to you by titties. (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen edition. I feel (laughs) sick after all of that. Chance here (laughs) of the How Dare You Awards. That uh, giggle you heard was from a not-too-pleased Lady Chu of Tuity Fitness. Yeah, you you deserve to be angry. (laughs) Hi, Lady Chu. Yeah, that is appropriate. Whatever you just did, all of that. Yeah, I have uh, nobody to blame but myself. You know, I really thought I was going to have more fun watching this movie. It's impossible. That is not what happened. <laughs> I saw this movie when I was a kid, and really? I just, I remembered it differently. I remember seeing it in the theaters and being dumbfounded, and then forgetting pretty much everything that happened in it. And Rightly then, so. Uh, yeah, upon seeing it again, I'm just baffled. What a waste of time. I'll say. <laughs> like, that's, and that's the nicest thing I could time. say about it, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm not mad. I've been more mad about movies. I just... This was stupid. <laughs> Some, everybody fucked up. This was not a good idea from the get-go. I don't even think this would have been a good book. Okay? Well, it's based on a graphic novel. I stand by what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not changing my mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm so happy right now. I stand by what I said. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, a 2003 movie directed by Steve Norrington. Stephen Norrington, I might add. Lady Chu, Steve Norrington has directed Death Machine, The Last Minute, and Blade. This, his last movie. First, I would like to congratulate you for finally growing and adapting with me. Because you didn't ask if I knew who Stephen was. You just went right on ahead and said, this is what Stephen's done. So good on you. It's only taken us too fucking long. Well, don't think it's going to go like that always. I understand. I am by nature, as you know, such a hopeful person. 
that I believe you will know something. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Every Sometimes it is worth asking. Yeah. Most of the time not. Um, I did know, however, that I did read briefly on IMDb that this was his last movie. But interesting, it's it's Hollywood jail, but it's self-imposed Hollywood jail. He we don't had see too many of them. Right. Like, but we did see it one other time. Do you remember what that was for? Oh, fuck. Gotcha. Monster. <laughs> what was it? It was Martin Brest, Geely. Oh, that's oof. No, I I've I've thrown away Geely in my mind. <laughs> it's not coming back. For good reason. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he he had such a bad time that he's he said, I don't want to do this anymore ever again. You know who else said that? Who? Sean Connery. This was not his last movie. This was the last live action movie he made. He did some, you know, he did like a voice on a James Bond video game and then some voice on some other cartoon thing. This was his last movie. No, that's so sad. Yeah. Because... He's fantastic. Apparently, all they did was bitterly fight on the set. I read all that the too. Time. Yeah, that must have just been terrifying, right? Sean Connery's the last guy in the world I want to piss off. I am not. No, I think the kid do that. The kid that played Tom Sawyer, Shane West, had said, "Cause like you know those big rifles they have in the movies." Yeah, in the movie, he said. Um, that the gun was so large and so heavy that he could always kind of like feel his arm shake trying to hold it. He's a 21-year-old buff kid. Yeah. No shaking from Connery, he said. I believe that. <laughs> a thousand percent, I believe that. You want to know why? Because he's Sean fucking Connery. Because he's very cool. That guy's a badass. Rest in peace. Oh, love him. He was handsome his entire life. Yes. But you How could kind possible? of sense that he was at the end, right? I mean, there's even a difference between this and Entrapment. Like from 1999 sure. to yeah. 2003, you could tell, oh, they have to cut fast. And like, like he's moving yeah. a little slower. <laughs> Like, let's be honest. It's okay. It's Sean Connery. But he was 71 fucking years old, so everybody can just back up. Yeah. Uh, so, at any rate, self-imposed jail for Stephen Norrington. He said, thank you no more. Uh, Sean Connery himself declined roles in both The Matrix and Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, to do this movie. Oh, no. Yeah. He said he didn't understand those other movies. Uh, Have Mr. somebody Connery, explain them to it's you. It's Lord of the Rings. How do you not know? Well, imagine a 71-year-old man, like, reading about orcs and... Come on. It's a little... It can well, get dense. Tolkien wrote it in, what, like, the 40s? 50s? The book's been know. around for fucking ever. Yes. So... There's no excuse. <laughs> Look at you giving shit 
to Sean Connery. Well, he's not here, so I can say Uh, that, and that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Let's move on. Chew, this movie had 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sorry, how much? 17. That's pretty fucking high. That's generous. I'll say. Uh, Had a budget of $78 million, which I gotta say, actually sounds low for this movie. Agreed. Because they spent $17 million, I believe, just on Connery. But maybe that's why it looks so fucking bad. Uh, Opening weekend of $23 million in the USA, $66.4 million. In the world, $179.2. So somehow they made money. Yeah. I don't know how. It seems impossible. But as we've stated before, like if you don't make your money back in the USA, you are considered a failure. And this was. Big mistake. Boy, was it. Um... All right. Where should we go? Ugh, wherever. (laughs) Do you need a moment? Should we go to how dare yous? I want to get the plot over with. You want to get it done? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, fine. By all means, please, Lady Chu, describe the plot. Uh, Okay, just a heads up. As always, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to struggle with this one, so just... Fucking bear with me. If you guys got to skip ahead, I I understand. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I understand. Um, Jesus Christ. God damn it. Okay. Uh, it's 1899. Uh, World War One is getting close. Okay, we got some super po- European superpowers who are not getting along. Uh, and uh, for whatever reason... Sean Connery is the guy who can help lead a team of supposedly extraordinary people uh, to make, I don't know, just at least pump the brakes a little bit on some (laughs) chaos. There you go. Uh, It all turns to shit. Well, the whole movie's shit. There's there's lots of shit. You're just going to see shit everywhere. Um. It really turns to shit when you find out that we have a uh, a double crosser in the group, and uh, he is selling. Uh, fuck, I, he's he's selling what makes these people extraordinary, and then uh, mass producing it. So yeah. one guy's invisible, right. you get that. All of a sudden, you got an invisible shoulder or soldiers. You've got there's vampires. What's that? There's vampire. Yeah, there's fucking. There's a vampire, because obviously, fucking Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Are, it's like a whole thing. So now you're gonna have a whole fucking monster army. Just kill yourself, okay? <laughs> Is that fair? <laughs> and then what? What happens? The whole thing is bad. So you start the movie and immediately then bad things start happening. Bad things start happening and as soon as you say, yes, I would like to watch this. Bad fucking bad things start happening minute one. Yep. When you see the 20th century logo turn into 1899, I'm like, fucking grievance. 
God damn it. They really emphasized 1899 on all of the title cards. They really wanted you to know, hey, this is the same year. That's, I got Thank so you. many, okay. I, got, I got title card grievances up the wazoo. Yeah, so many. <laughs> Makes me so angry. This one um, go weird. Ahead. Yeah. Well, okay. So you mentioned, uh, what did you mention? I can't even remember. <laughs> I wish people could see my face. I know. <laughs> oh, you mentioned Jekyll and Hyde. So, I mean, first of all, remember, this movie is one year before Van Helsing Jew, which we already did. This movie also features Emo, not Emu, <laughs> Dracula from yeah. Van Helsing as the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, he he's bad guys so in both. we got... Double bad guy, double Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> yeah. All right? Yeah. And we're right in that sweet spot that we've talked about before, about 2000 to 2005, 6, where they thought effects were the shit. Such a weird time. And they were not. So much so no. that, strangely, Chew. The only How Dare You nomination this movie got was Biggest Computer Generated Obscenity. It says, the entire cast and everything, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Wow. (laughs) That's pretty good. Didn't win. The Hulk in Hulk won Biggest Computer Generated Obscenity. That's the uh, Banna. Yeah. The Eric Bana Hulk, remember? Yeah. So there you have it. Not even like we did not nominate Sean Connery for forgettable performance because I don't even think it's that forgettable. He's like the actors are actually okay in the movie for the most part. For the most part. I made a note. Unless they're doing weird shit. No, 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 no. I made a note that said, I think everybody just showed up and went through the motions. I don't believe a fucking thing anybody's doing. Yeah, I don't think it's the actor's fault, though. I think it's because they're they're dealing with, like, everything is CGI. Yeah. Everything around them, like, nothing's real. Yeah. I'd like it if they could use their imaginations more and make it more real, but... Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump on the actors too much. Okay, I'll concede to that. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm very excited to tell you my number of grievances. How many grievances, friend? But so and, and that's you know just to go back. That's it. So, I mean, do you feel like we missed the mark? By the way, on how dare yous. Because, like, movie you least wanted to see, it actually made too much money. $66 million in the USA. Yeah. Uh, no. I feel like that... I feel like that's appropriate. As bad as this movie is, it kind of locks itself into a box as far as, like, categories go. I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's not really a ridiculous concept trying to, like, 
stop an evil plot. Right. It's the little every, details. Yeah, it's just everything in it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's no Kangaroo Jack, which won that year. Two friends delivering mob money to Australia, and one of them unwisely puts his jacket with the money and a kangaroo that takes off with it. They got to find that kangaroo. That's D-U-M. <laughs> Dumb. We are so going to watch that movie someday. Fuck. Can't uh, wait. Fun fact. Uh, before I was born at my baby shower, or I guess my mom's baby shower, whatever. Um, My aunts gave my mom a little kangaroo stuffed animal. With a little like shaky squeaker thing in there. Mm -hmm. And it came with a Joey, a little baby Joey. And <laughs> I loved it. Just my favorite item on the fucking planet. I named her Rue because I was obviously very creative and original. <laughs> so Rue, I, when I was three, I lost the Joey at a fucking pizza hut. Why my parents let me bring Rue and her baby to fucking pizza hut is Irresponsible. beyond me. I lost the baby. <laughs> I lost the baby um, <laughs> and I still have Rue and I still sleep with her to this day. What? That raggedy ass little fucking kangaroo. Ride or die. But no yep. Joey. No, no Joey. I did never Joey, found Joey. Did Joey, did Joey make sounds too? Did Joey say, how you doing? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember the Joey very well. Um, because you lost it. I think I just blacked it out because it was a really traumatic experience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but when people stay at my house and I leave, like if they house it, I leave a list of things, and Rue is on the list. If there's a fire, grab that fucking grab that goddamn stuffed animal. Grab it. Done. Yep. Before the real animals, I hope not. Uh, everything's all at once. Okay. Just, you know, start grabbing shit. <laughs> Grab the real dog and the fake kangaroo. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Nothing else matters. Moving on. All right. All right, Lady Chu, moving on. Please tell me how many grievances do you have? 46. Four, six. Wow. I can't believe <laughs> you have so few. I, I have to I be thought it was gonna be honest. way more than I that. I was on my phone. I was working watching. You were this zoning movie. out. I was typing you up were zoning out. Type typing up uh session plans. Yeah. I, I zoned out. So that number's actually pretty impressive then. Yeah. For someone who is clearly not paying attention to the movie, 46 I, is a big number. I lost track of plot points. I was not interested in this movie. <laughs> I don't think uh, not paying attention to the movie is the reason you would, like, drop plot points. <laughs> you could have paid complete attention to this That's movie. That's also fair, and I do feel and that not way know because what the fuck's happening. They explained like what the mission was in the beginning, and I'm like, "What's the mission? What?" Yeah, right. And then an hour into the movie, they complete that mission. I didn't enjoy that. And there's 50 more minutes of movie. I didn't like that. 
We're like, okay, great. Can we roll credits? Wait, what? I the don't bad like guy to feel away? like I'm we, being duped. Okay. We got to do more of this? Don't. No duping. I don't like it. All right, friend. Well, hold on to your fucking hats. Because I might, I might have a record. I want to guess. Go. 76. So close. Fuck, 80? No, lower. 72. 71 grievances. Holy fuck. I had to keep pausing the movie. So you could write, you'd have time to write notes. So, Because I, I would write, and I knew that if I put my head down for four seconds, there'd be another grievance. That is so true. <laughs> I had to, I typed these out, actually, because like, I can't write them. I have to type them out. Nice. Yeah. Positive points? Uh, Zero, but technically zero, but one. I gave it one. Okay. Which was a positive point that it was over. <laughs> credits. <laughs> positive when point. The credits rolled. Well, <clears throat> I got all the way to five. Really? Four of them are also grievances. That made me laugh out loud. And I had one real positive point. What was it? <laughs> like, you know when they blow up the, the Dracula, not the Dracula, but the lair at the end? Yeah. The weapons factory? The weapons factory. Yeah. There's like a half second shot where there's some bad CGI fire in the background, but the model blowing up. I was like, hey. That model blowing up looks good. I'll ignore the fire. Positive point. Wow. There you go. Congratulations, League. Wow. That seems pretty rare because you positive, you did a positive point for like a set piece and not something mm -hmm. that somebody did. Somebody built that set and then blew it up. Yeah. And did it well. Solid. Before we go to commercial break, I just want to say, no, I'll save it. I'm going to save it. Okay. Let's take a break and then come back. Okay. How about that? Perfect. All right. I got more to fucking say about this movie. <laughs> okay. This movie's pissed me off twice in my life. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. 
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the 2003 fucking disaster directed by Stephen Norrington. This movie ended two Hollywood careers at least. That sucks. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for them. You yeah. didn't end on a high note. You ended down in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, Chew. Hey. Do you, like, this movie, what's baffling about this movie, it is a fucking hodgepodge of a whole bunch of classic literature. The story is stupid. It's stupid. We've got Tom Sawyer. We've got Alan Quartermain. Do you, like, know all these characters, by the way? Mina Harker. Mina Harker is in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Which I've seen. Did you know that? I've actually seen it. You're talking about Coppola's with Winona Ryder as? Mina. So she's Mina Harker in that movie. Yeah. I know most of them. Um, I actually never read Tom Sawyer. Um, and I don't know who, uh, what the fuck is his last name? I would regard, uh, Quartermain. I don't know who that is. King Solomon's Mines. Don't know. Very good then. Also, is Captain Nemo <laughs> supposed to be from like a thousand leagues under the sea? 20,000. 20,000. Not a thousand. That's not very much, I suppose. 20. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I went further than a thousand. I went twenty thousand. Sorry, Captain Nemo's like, oh, 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 fuckhead. A thousand? Do you know who I am? (laughs) I went twenty thousand for fuck's sake. My fault, sir. Yeah, we have. uh... So there's. I. The interesting thing is because we obviously we have the Invisible Man. But which I don't know where that's from. Different. Well, there's a there's a book, and then there's many, 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 many different movies. I want to say they are like the original Invisible Man could never get the rights to the book. Wait, but that doesn't make sense because the movie's called The Invisible Man. I thought I read somewhere that was like they couldn't get the rights, so they couldn't use the name of the character, so they changed the name. In this movie, it's like kind of bullshitty where they mention a scientist who created the serum yeah. who's clearly from the book but then this guy just stole yeah. it anyway who cares and then we got jekyll and hyde hilarious by the way <laughs> fucking my favorite thing in the movie oh probably by far is the fucking train wreck that is jekyll and hyde god i love it <laughs> biggest grievance just oh my god insulting like so fucking <laughs> like who and then you got red devil hide at the end uh sir one Even side worse. of you has had a stroke okay <laughs> <laughs> what in the shit biscuit was that even i don't understand even secondary characters like the driver for Captain Nemo is Ishmael. And he says, call me Ishmael. That's the first fucking line from Moby Dick. We don't need this. This movie, 
I like this movie seems like it was created for lovers of literature, but lovers of literature would never go see this movie. No. Leave those characters this in their movie... own fucking universe. They don't need to fucking blend together, okay? <laughs> Stop. Stop it. We even have James Bond, M, the bad guy, M, who's yeah. also Phantom, like Phantom of the Opera. At one point, yeah, at one point, M, who is Phantom, tells Quartermain that he's calling him Fan, like he's he's posing as like British, yeah, whatever hierarchy, like James Bond, M, Secret Service, maybe I don't know, because it's all a muddled yeah. mess. But he's saying to Quartermain, yeah, there's this new guy, and his name's Phantom, and then, and then. And then Poor fucking Sean Connery has to say, well, that's operatic. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. Oh, no. At the end, they're like, oh, you're supposed to be uh, Moriarty. What? Right. Stop. Yeah. And then he's and then he's also Moriarty. I mean, it's just so much. You know whose fault this is? Jenkins. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I think it's more like Jenkins kids. Like the quote, because there's also Dorian Gray. So the picture of Dorian Gray, the book, Oscar Wilde's book, I, th I think it's like, right, I think it's the preface of the book. Uh, he says, all art is quite useless. But does it have to be this useless? I mean, holy shit. Because <laughs> this movie wasn't just Jenkinsified. It was like Jenkins' kids. This was like a 12-year-old boy factory where he, he's like, bro, I got this fucking idea, man, and I'm, we're going to fucking do it like this. He's like, bro, write it up, man. We're going to fucking do it. High five. Uh, you know, as my very good friend Erica Flora says, this is a wet blanket. <laughs> Useless. Shout out. Not a fucking goddamn thing you can do with a wet blanket. Oh this my is gosh. stupid. I mean, right from the start, CGI buildings. Oh, I did love it when that tank burst through the wall, though, and the cop comes out and says, Halt! <laughs> like, <laughs> tank just keeps no. coming towards him. <laughs> he just thinks the power of, of his verbal commands as a police officer is enough. Yeah. So a second time he says, Halt! And then the tank runs him over. Positive he, point and grievance. Yeah. That guy had a lot of misplaced confidence. That's for sure. Oh, it was amazing. Ah, amazing. I, uh, yeah, even that tank, uh, the whole tank intro, I wrote, I'm already uninterested. Yeah. Nothing's grabbing me. I, this is not, the I don't think this is fun anymore. The whole idea behind the alternate kind of universe where we're in 1899 but there are records and tanks and submarines and... <laughs> you know I hate this. We've done a couple movies <laughs> like this where yeah. nobody's following the rules of the Industrial Revolution. You were none too all. pleased with Wild Wild West. <laughs> None of this is accurate. Can we please fuck that goddamn submarine? Well, are you? That... Have you lost your fucking mind? like my one of my biggest grievances not 
just that there's a submarine in it. But why is that submarine so thin? It's like a cracker. Yes. I don't Stupid. like it. So ornate like on the outside. That's not necessary. That fucker's gonna rust. What are you doing? <laughs> and it's supposedly it... skinny enough to fit through the Venice canals. Shut the right. fuck up. God I, damn it. I looked up because I was just too curious because I figured that the, the canals of Venice couldn't be deeper than like 40 feet. And that's like as deep as it goes. And most of them are way sh like shallower than that. Yeah. God damn it doesn't it. make fucking sense. Could you just God try? Could it. you just fucking try? Also, there's machine guns in this movie. Yeah. Really? 18 fucking hundreds? You're going to throw? You think? No, there is not. I'm calling bullshit. Well, they had those, uh, you know. They, they did not those... have. Jing, 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 like the one you had to wind up, but not a handheld gun. I mean, no. come on. No. Yeah, I knew that would upset you. <laughs> uh, so mad. You know, I don't even think I wrote down weapons as a grievance. So. It, oh, I did. I think I was just mad about a whole lot. Mad and uninterested. I also, I wrote down automatic weapons right next to when somebody said the Dark Continent with, you know, some mild racism. Somebody said that? Yeah. That's not Because we were in Africa, and that's where black people are from. So, dark continent. That's and that a... sort of thing just passes, even in 2003. I don't like that. God that's rude. And you're a dick. Oh, my grievance underneath that is entire fight. All of them. <laughs> Connery's entire fight, that first fight. Not interesting. And I also wrote... He looks old. And all of this is fucking ends. <laughs> I just wrote as a grievance, Connery oh, old. He looks old. <laughs> well, he is. And then um, that CGI explosion with the building catching on fire. I think they had like $5 left in the budget. And we're like, that's fine. That was a $5 it's, explosion. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> At one point. They were supposed to, I think it's like they get off the ship and they're supposed to do like the slow fucking walk of heroes. Yeah. And the director, Stephen Norrington, said, all right, that's great. Let's do it again. And Connery was like, what? You didn't get it the first time. And he goes, hey, I think for $17 million, you can do it twice. <laughs> he's, uh, they did not like each other. I am sorry, Mr. Connery, but he's not wrong. That's true. But also, it's let me ask you this. Did you feel, because like, I feel like when you watch this movie, you can see pockets of Sean Connery not giving a fuck. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did not want, nobody, I don't think anybody really wanted to do that movie. Right. I don't believe What's anyone hilarious was like, is they all I believe had in this still. What's hilarious is that everybody, I think except Dorian Gray, because he knew he was going to die, had to sign a three-movie deal to do two more sequels. Oh, man. I bet they sequels. just had the hugest sigh of relief when they were like, yeah, we actually can't do another one. And they even wanted to sign him. 
St- yeah. uh, Stuart Townsend to, to two more of the movies. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm dying. No. They're like, oh, okay, fine. Mm-mm. Nope. Some funny shit. Uh, title card happy. We find out that it's May 1899, then June 1899, then July 1899. Stupid. <laughs> Just say summer of 1899. Brian Adams. Uh, uh, well, pretty much we're putting we the team at? together, right? And then yeah. we have that big library scene. What a fucking whew, that's that was a lot. Guns and swords. Uh, yeah, we're at, we're at Dorian no. Gray's house. Yeah. Again. And it's all just guns and swords. Uninterested. There's just fucking paper flying everywhere. Yeah. Now this is just me talking. But if you have conservatively 15 to 20 machine guns, the famous 1899 machine guns, <laughs> and you're, you have your, your prey below you, you're like on the second floor, why does everybody wait until Sean Connery, like, as almost like walker speed, gets to the side of the library and pushes, you know, those little ladders that are on wheels yeah. that you can, you know, he pushes one of those things and every it knocks everybody's gun away. <laughs> like five guys in a row lose their machine gun. Like, oh no. You're telling me that fifth guy couldn't see what happened to one, two, three, and four and maybe take one step back and shoot? <laughs> um, I don't disagree with you. We're going to call that a whole, uh, on the stunt team. Okay. But we could have done better. My grievance and positive, huge positive point in that scene for me is the invisible man who <laughs> decides to run the length of the library trying to splash his face, which is covered in paint so people can see him. Uh, splashes paint with water. Sorry, splashes face yeah. with water to get off the paint while taking off his coat. And all of this is rendered in CGI and it's fucking hilarious. It literally just looks like he's shaking his head like a dog That's and it's so... flailing off. That's so funny. It doesn't make any sense. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to recommend this movie, but I almost do just for that part. I wrote that down as a grievance. <laughs> it's like, uh, Invisible Man shaking like Doug. I, yeah. I had to stop the movie. I was laughing so hard, and I watched it like three times. <laughs> It's I thought, so I, thought stupid. Was, I thought it was the funniest thing I'd seen in a long time because he's he's doing it with such superhero antics. But meanwhile, he's like water, and he's like got his hands in his face, rubbing off the paint while simultaneously trying to get off his coat. Whoo! Oh, it really got me. <laughs> It didn't speak to me like it did you, but I did notice it. And I said, negative. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thanks very much. 
Oh, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I, uh, I just wrote, holy big fight. It's horrible. Along with Harker blood, Harker blood suck. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> when, she, when she kills her first guy as a vampire? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was hysterical. It didn't make a positive point. It's just a grievance, but. And they were all just staring funny. at her like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> My next grievance says, CGI giant boat. I quit. It It's out of control. Oh. It's, it's not just a CGI boat. It's enormous. It's so big. They That's what she ma- said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... That's bigger... That's that has to be bigger than any boat even that exists today. Oh yeah. It's the most giant boat ever made in existence. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just skip ahead for right now and we'll go back, but like when, when they're trying to save Venice and then they try to chase M/Phantom/Moriarty. Uh and then he left bombs on the ship yeah. and blow it up. And so they have to stop and they show like, I don't know, two minutes of people going around, but mostly it's like handing out bandages and dabbing blood on on people on gurneys. And then all of a sudden, I forget if it's Nemo or Sean Connery says, I'm very proud of you. And like the boat's fixed. (laughs) They're just leaving. There's no more problem. They're like, yeah, we're not going to sink. It's fine. We've bandaged. We've bandaged all the injured. The boat's ready to go. Amazing. Completely unrelated. Ugh. Yeah, we haven't even got the whole league together. By the way, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, there's a woman in this group. Fuckheads. Yeah. I don't know what that's supposed... I don't know how to feel about that. How, how about this? Why don't you feel this way about it? Do you know that in the graphic novel, it's actually Harker who is the leader of the group? Which one's that? The woman. Really? Chew, what time did you get up this morning? Very early. Six. Okay. Sorry for the yawns. <laughs> it's not you. Okay, it's me. Good. Peter Wilson. Wow. So she, like, the woman is in charge of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. And then they're like, nah, fuck that. Let's make it Connery and Quartermain. Okay, now that's bullshit. Hollywood. Yeah. It's two thousand. It's two thousand three. That the guy who wrote this, his name's Alan Moore. The graphic novel. He also did like From Hell and V for Vendetta and The Watchmen. Okay. So, depending so, on one's perspective. So he has some like strong female characters. Yeah. Going in. Going on. Hollywood let him down on this one. Yeah. Sure did. God damn it. Oh, my God. I don't know where we're at. Have we hooked up with Jekyll and Hyde? I think that's right where we're at. So we're we're finishing up the team. They get on the boat, and they go find Hyde. Yeah, he's in Paris. And the second you see him, it's amazing. I just don't remember. I, 
I don't remember this movie this way. This was all a surprise. I don't, I don't know what I thought this movie was. I didn't remember any of this. I didn't remember how like literary character heavy it was, how many different people from different books were in it. I did not remember that Jekyll and Hyde were in it at all. Fuck no. I feel like I would have remembered that though. Yeah. Is this a different movie? Did we not actually watch this movie? (laughs) I think we did. What happened? And then, you know, the first time you see it, you got to, it's like in Stone Age times, you know, you go see your dentist and he, like uh, the Steve Martin sketch on SNL. He's like, what you need is a good bleeding. (laughs) After after you see League of Extraordinary (laughs) Gentlemen, somebody was like, right over here for your bleeding. You'll forget all about it. Just bleed it out. Yeah. That rooftop chase, delightfully stupid. Super ultra mega stupid. (laughs) Super (laughs) mega ultra stupid. I had the biggest, fattest grievance. Oh my gosh. I think I counted counted that as two. Those two grievances. You just double down on it? Double down. It's that or dumb. there were two separate ones. Yep. No, I'm mad at it. That's just... What? Because I have... I have the whole Venice thing as one huge grievance, and then there's like 10 grievances within it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wrote them all. The, like, this is what it says. Must find bombs slash boom slash car chase slash jump out slash chase slash machine guns slash cgi buildings slash car through shit slash bats slash vampires slash another jump (laughs) that's the whole scene that's amazing that's the whole scene (laughs) yeah they had oh my gosh they had the the bombs the barrel bombs underneath the city who the fuck put those there how the come on what well no and it doesn't even well we jumped ahead a little bit though you know what i need a break (laughs) same i I need a damp cloth i don't know where we're at anymore and i think we're both trying to talk about things but we're both trying to just get it over with yeah okay break your break i need i need a damp towel yeah let's take a break If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound-related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, but as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target! Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target! That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here trying to crawl to the end of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Hufa. This one was a gut punch. It really was. That's accurate, actually. Oof. I, I mean, you don't know, like, when you get an unexpected graze to the balls and the immediate, like, oh, sick feeling. <laughs> but that's what this whole movie's like. That. I I can sympathize. Can't empathize, but I can sympathize. <laughs> I crashed on my bike once when I was a kid. That didn't feel good. There you go. It's not the same. It hurt very bad. It's not the same. It hurt a lot. I was about to launch into a bicycle story to not talk about this movie. <laughs> I'll tell you at a later date. Okay. I'm excited about that. Oh, man. Okay. I have a note here because we, we were talking before about how we met Hyde. Yeah. Every time there is a Hyde transformation, big ass grievance and hilarious. It's so fucking terrible and dumb. Like, he had to act that out knowing yeah. that they were going to fit something. They were going to layer it with mm -hmm. CGI. Uh, oh, by the way. Wow. Is it just me or does Hyde completely and totally look like Pete Davidson? Stop. <laughs> I swear to God. Stop. It looks like Pete Davidson. Well, that's a compliment to Hyde because everybody wants to fuck Pete Davidson. I'm saying. Everybody. Because Hyde, unlike Red, <laughs> Red Hyde. Yeah. Like still has a normal face, but like the way they elongate that actor's face, I was like, that looks like Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if he's Pete Davidson, I, I supposedly he's got a gigantic dick, so. Oh, yeah? I, Uncle Milty style? I don't know. He must. There, There's little chance that Pete Davidson is ever going to hear this, but uh, I'm really sorry if I'm being offensive. That is not my intent. You just, you must have a big wiener. He's True, also funny. He's a world-class comedian. He's People also are funny. I enjoy that. him. Come on. But like the girls he's he gets with her just seem random. Kate Beckinsale. I also don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know any of these people. So my opinion means jack shit. <laughs> I don't know. I they just think he has a big wiener. All right, we'll move on. Pete Davis is a big wiener. Did you get that? Call in, Pete. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Pete probably would. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Yes, big dick. Don't worry about it. And yeah, I look like Hyde. That's what he'd say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Where are we? Oh, do you remember? Do you, I know. Like, do you remember when the Invisible Man snuck into Connery's room and he had to throw the Invisible Man out? I hated that. 
so much. Oh my much. god. That looked like beginning acting class. Yes. <laughs> like I and think that's I did that Sean Connery. I think I did that when I was 8 messing around in my room pretending. Right. Playing make believe. Oh man. That was not shot well. Nope. I blame you, Stephen Norrington. Oh, yeah. That's Stephen's fault, for sure. So, we get Jekyll and Hyde, and then we go to Venice. Yeah. And then, as previously mentioned, we have the big Venice. I just, I love it that they get off the boat, and they're like, we got to find these bombs. And two seconds later, you hear, boom. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're oh, a little late. We got here a little late, I guess. We did not find those bombs. Those bombs are going off. And then there's some weird, stupid plan. So, what was it? The bombs were, like, only in one spot and creating a domino effect. And if they just sink something so it goes straight down... They can stop the domino effect, so only like a quarter of Venice gets blown up. They went through it so fast. I was half interested, and I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not, not going to go gonna back and, and listen rewind. again. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> uh, if it's a domino effect, I'm thinking that they were, they were assuming if they got ahead of the domino effect, they could stop it. Yeah. They could blow something up. They could blow up a single house. That was in line, and then it would. In a souped up 22 stop. foot long automobile. In 1899. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes sense. I'm not sure the automobiles of 1899 could go 80 miles per hour. You had to crank them in the front and potentially a, break your fucking wrist. I'm not a historian, but I'm not sure that they could go that fast. There's no ignition. You crank it. <laughs> and then you get out of control and people actually broke their wrists. It's an actual thing. Also, all of a sudden, we're coming up with phrases, take the wheel. Mm-hmm. Really? You've been in the car. For 3.5 seconds and now all of a sudden you're a fucking expert and you're like just take the wheel you don't know what that is yeah well I randomly shoot my six shooters Ugh. but don't worry we got bats on our side fucking bats <laughs> just a little like an awning Yeah. A, a, a bat awning I love that the bad guys knew exactly where the car would go and that's where they staked out their men with many, 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 many automatic weapons. None of the bullets hit them, though. This. And they don't seem to damage oh, the car. Fuck. This is not on Earth. <laughs> this is in the same universe that Robin Hood, Jamie Foxx, Taron Edgerton are in. That's the same universe. This isn't Earth anymore. This is something completely fucking different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at this point I'm not even mad that you have a big hide monster and vampires and an invisible guy at this point that's oh, not even yeah, a big right. deal it's the fact that you are completely disrespectful of the industrial revolution literally <laughs> fuck off come on 
Yeah, you don't put up with that shit. Fine. Just try a little. Alright. Alright. We got bat awning. Yeah, whatever plan they do, they succeed. And I'm like, fucking roll credits. Nay. But nope. We have more. Turns out Dorian Gray is a fucking... Double crosser. Uh, double, double agent. He's got subterfuge going on. He shoots Ish- Ishmael. Yeah. Luckily, he's a fucking bad enough shot <laughs> that he can stumble to the rest of the group and say, hey, that Torian Gray, bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> they all thought it was the Invisible Man, who, yeah. meanwhile, is invisible and snuck on the bad guy's ship so that they know where the weapon factory is. Smart. Not bad. Yeah, that's all right. And nobody else, nobody died except Ishmael. Yeah. Poor Ishmael. Oh, the and fucking that... map on the submarine? The globe map? map thing? I don't even well, know don't what even... that was. I don't oh. remember. You might have to go back and... Did I put my head down to write a grievance and then Maybe. miss it? <laughs> they show it a couple of times, but it's like this weird... I don't know, like platinum globe thing that's in the wall and it's their map i'll show you okay it's a thing and it's super fucking stupid i have no idea how to read that map (laughs) but it's a map right i did love it when hyde saved the boat because my favorite part is whatever he he just has to swim and then open a door that apparently keeps a submarine that is I mean, I'm talking straight down angle. Somehow go back up. I did I miss that? When was that? I think so. That's you fine. Don't remember? I don't remember. Like... <laughs> I believe you. You missed you missed I believe it when you. He, op- he opened something and then there was a mirror inside the room and he looked over and and, and Dr. Jekyll you know how like, Dr. Jekyll's walking around, and all the windows and all the mirrors, there's always Hyde there saying, come on, wait, yeah. I want to, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, you know you can't get away from me. I want to be Hyde. Let's hide this shit up. Hyde, by the way, is like fucking murderer and rapist. He's a bad dude. Yeah, yeah. but let's put him on the team. And, but my favorite part is that, like, in this moment, Dr. Jekyll is sitting there, and Hyde goes, hey, you know we could help. All of a sudden, he wants to be a hero, this Hyde. And so they open up the door, and he dives in. We have a CGI underwater transformation. Fucking amazing. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns into Hyde, and I believe all he has to do is open up another door, which saves the day. And then he looks up, and there's a mirror there. And Dr. Jekyll's in the mirror, and he goes, good for you, Hyde. What? Uh-huh. I have no notes on this glorious wow gloriously terrible amazing amazing i mean i'm starting to tear up it was so powerfully emotional it it <laughs> oof no you're right i was going to say it was powerful but not in the way you think but i can't even say that that's not oh. This it's movie so is bad. anything but powerful. And then, the, and, then, and then afterwards, we get all the crew getting bandaged up, and they're like, all right, we're ready to go. 
And they do that right after showing you the three enormous holes on the side of the fucking submarine. Who patched those fuckers up? Nobody. I don't know. You do kind of like, like on the deck, on the Lido deck, not the Lido deck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, not where the shuffleboard is, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you, you, in the background, you can almost see like, it looks like almost, almost as though one guy's picking up a screwdriver to like fix something. And that's all I saw. About fixing something. It looked like it was hanging another picture back up. You just need a screwdriver. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. Just the one. It's a multi-purpose tool. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we get to the weapons factory, and we're simultaneously trying to put down dynamite to blow it all up and save scientists. Yeah. We're in Mongolia, by the way. Right. Yeah. Random (laughs) as fuck. (laughs) Oh, I have a... I have a grievance here that says, uh, I like that Hyde went, hands in, everyone. Come on, go team. So stupid. I really wish they said go team. (laughs) Would have been amazing. Team on three. Ready? One, two, three, team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The CGI snow. Oh, my God. Hot and heavy. (laughs) Really struck a, a bad chord with me. I did not like it. I, how stupid do you think I am? Well. Come on. Wait, where is my note? Damn it. What did I put? Oh, yeah. I just put little heavy on the fake snow. (laughs) Grievance. (laughs) It's insulting. Like oh my god! You actually you didn't need any fake snow. You could just pretend that you're in some place that has recently gotten snow, and I would yeah. be like, okay, I accept. It doesn't have to snow. Certainly not like that. You didn't have to pay for that. They were going for whiteout, and since it's all fake and CGI, it just like they went big flake. Did you notice, by the way, that uh, at one point? Right before they go in, Connery says, the game is on. I'm like, just say a foot. Like, you're already... We're already there. Just go Sherlock. What are you doing? Just say the game is a foot. The game is on. You have fucking Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in your fucking movie. Yeah, right. There's no more rules. There's no more rules. Stupid. Oh, and then we have another invisible knife fight. And this one's an even bigger grievance than the first one. I, this whole ending scene. It's a lot. Stop. It's a lot. Everybody the gets only the thing wrong I fight can remember, scene. The only thing I could remember from this movie was the car blazing around everywhere. And I swear to God, I thought that that was at the climax of the movie. It's Negative. Like the, first, the first climax. It's the half climax. The lesser known halfway through your movie climax (laughs) where the story ends before you have 50 more minutes. And then we have this fucking bit of nonsense with invisible knife fights and, uh, you know, little devil. Oh, one of my grievances was there's no good henchman. And then one henchman who keeps laughing maniacally as he keeps trying to shoot people. 
he's like, that was so bizarre. Yeah. And then he just decides to gargle the hide potion and Hyde's like, oh no, not all of it. And he's like, that was so, so weird. <laughs> he turns into a big red monster. You know but, what it was like? It was like he turned into, it was like his hide was a bulked up rocket from a dog. It's like he only worked out one side of his body, period. <laughs> he only worked out the right side. That was I'm it. gonna call him Dog Boner Villain. <gasps> Dog Boner Villain. Love that. Nice. Fantastic. Absolutely one of your better ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Dog Boner. Uh nothing like a little lipstick villain. Yeah. To right? Set your evening, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we just got, there's just too much. You got to wrap up too much into bows. Yeah, we got, Mina is getting stabbed by Dorian Mina, Gray. And yeah, then, Mina's got to kill Gray. Yeah, which CGI on that stabbed. was horrible. Terrible. The worst in the movie. Yeah, a thousand percent. Oh. Uh, Shane West gets in a firefight and mm-hmm. Invisible Guy saves him. Right. But also gets on fire. He gets, yeah, he gets burned. It's fine, though, because you're invisible. No one's ever going to see you. Yeah, but then they ser- they show his charred skin. <laughs> or was that the cure? He had he's to got, burn him? Yeah, right? He's, he's, he's just got to have... <laughs> <laughs> He's just got to go man without a face. <laughs> and by he's... man without a face, I mean Mel Gibson's man without a face that's all burned up so that you can see his non-self <laughs> become a self. Hey, so Did we do have that? a cure for the invisible thing. You got. We're going to light What's you What's the cure? Fire. What's the cure? What's the cure? Just pour this gasoline on you. It's going to be fine. And we're good to go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, fuck. Oh, and oh then, my uh, God. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just trying to move it along. Go ahead. You're going to say something good. Well, when... When... Uh, Lipstick villain, when Doggy Boner villain is attacking Hyde. (laughs) (laughs) And and Nemo comes up with his sword and somehow has like flash abilities where he's like, and then he just gets slapped. (laughs) It's so poorly edited and so poorly put together. But I love that he, like, hits a wall and then says, oh, no, nah, won't do any good. <laughs> like, we can't get we can't get him. Why? So funny. Why go through all of that and be like, yeah, no, I can't finish it. So funny. Forgot about that, actually. Uh, but finally, uh, finally, the bombs they set go off and everything. Yeah. It saves basically everyone. Oh, and then Sean Connery gets stabbed in the back. He does die. Yeah. And then Shane West shoots the guy from like yeah. a gazillion yards away. Yards away. From, from and... Quigley down under level. Yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about. I've seen Quigley once. What? A long time ago. Fucking good for you, Chew. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you anything that happened, but I... I can. Yeah, It existed in my life at one time. All right. Yeah. I told you I never had much use for one. Never said I didn't know how to use it. Boom. 
solid. I'm going to believe you that that was good. Yeah. By the way, when uh, M slash Phantom, spelled with an F, by the way, slash (laughs) slash Moriarty jumps out the window, it does not look like he has a parachute. How is that? What is that? Some magic fucking cape? It it doesn't matter because there's no rules anymore. So was it a cape? No rules. I don't know. All I know is he like fell a thousand feet onto his feet. Oh my God. I forgot to talk about this in the Venice chase. Two people jump out of a moving car going 80 miles per hour, just land on their feet. Connery like jumps up, lands straight down on the pavement like, all right, let's go. (laughs) Not even a roll. Come on. Come on. Goddamn grievance. I wanted to see that 71-year-old bag of bones do a fucking tuck and roll. Yeah, or at least like the superhero landing. Something. Come on. Land on your knee. <laughs> Reverse lunge. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I have a note here uh, when they're burying him back in... Uh, Africa. Africa, where I don't... I don't. Do they ever say what country? Kenya. Okay, Kenya. Yeah. Title so card. When Thank you. <laughs> when they're burying him, and I didn't write that one down. <laughs> but didn't it look for a moment, like from a distance, that the the QAnon shaman was burying him? Yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" So this movie is, you know, this movie was predicting shit. It was prescient. <laughs> yeah. Some foreshadowing. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Uh, so at the end, you like, I can't believe, like, I was all set for Connery to die and for this movie to go away forever. And then they have fucking Shaman doing chants and picking up dirt and lightning as though it's going to bring him back to life. That was the plan. And we all said, yeah, no. They went fucking Van Helsing ending before Van Helsing. Yeah. Except they didn't have... Fuck kissing. I, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> they didn't have family members fuck kissing each other in the clouds, but <laughs> definitely trying to bring people back to life for That's sequels. Stupid. For fucking sequels. How dared the motherfucking you. I am so glad this is over. Yeah. I do. Fuck. I do, because it's on HBO Max. I'll recommend putting it on, then fast forwarding all the way to the library scene to see (laughs) fucking Invisible Man try to get fucking paint off his face while simultaneously taking off his coat and then stop it and not watch it. Uh, that's where I'm coming out on this one. That's How about fair. you? I don't, I'm not going to recommend assume, this movie. I assume you're a not a recommend. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Now here's the question. Lady Chu. I don't like, what is your drinking game? Because what are you going to find in this movie that doesn't happen like a thousand times that might murder someone with poison of alcohol? 
you know, I, when you put it in terms like that, that's a really good point because there's not a ton of continuity. Right. If any. Don't take I, mine. I'm going to go ahead. You know what? <laughs> the thing that I wrote down the most was that I'm losing track of the story because I am not interested. So every time you're like, wait, what's happening? You can take a drink. So <laughs> it's a a really one. subjective. Yeah, but every time every time the story loses you. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I think I'll just drink and try to pick it back up in about <laughs> <Yeah>. a minute. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I landed on every time the invisible man appears in whiteface. Ooh, that's a good handful. I mean, but it's not out of control. It's somewhere no. between five and ten. It's appropriate. It's enough to get you through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Not bad. And then two shots when he's on fire. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Double down on that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't put a poll in the field. I need to do that. We're way behind on drinking games. Well, some of mine are just aren't good. So don't put out the, the shitty ones. No, that's because I might win. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I forget what it is. I think right now it's four to three. Is that right? Because we've done over 50 episodes. When did we finally start doing it? How behind are you? I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. Because I've been not doing my homework for quite a long time. That's that's a that so, was alarming. That was an alarming realization of how much how work behind is, you are. It's yeah, it's in front of me. Good grief. All right. Anything left for you? Fuck no. <laughs> Well said. Absolutely not. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel we were thorough, but by all means, let us know if we missed something. Please vote on the drinking game, God forbid, whenever it comes out. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> or Twitter. I'm going to put polls out tonight, Chew. Okay. Tonight. Look at you go. I'm going to work if I don't nap instead. But A nap? You mean bedtime? Yeah. An eight-hour nap Nappy at night. <laughs> yeah, we're recording late today. Yeah. We're getting it in before Thanksgiving. Yep, that's right. Um. So, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to the How Dare You podcast at gmail.com for Lady Chew. Of to a T Fitness, Chance here of the How Dare You Awards. Chew, we have a teachable moment coming up. Oh, thank God. Well. Hey. Whoa, hey, whoa. But. Might be a caveat. Why? We're going to talk about it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Uh, okay. But you and I will talk about it. <laughs> I feel a fight coming on. Maybe. I, like, I have an idea for what it should be. It's not technically a great film, except that it is. Okay. We talked about it once before, but because we We have, and I don't remember. 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned, everyone. Oh, we'll I know what we can do for a teachable moment. Let's just watch Jaws again. Because that was fun. <laughs> I and I like haven't watch watched Jaws, it since. But we can't talk about it a second time. Don't be ridiculous. I just want to watch it instead well, of whatever movie that, you're going to suggest. That we can do. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's awesome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's in the same vein of the last five movies we've done. It's just the good version of it. Okay. I say. Okay. All right. Stay tuned to see if I get my way, ladies and gentlemen. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Ooh, goodbye, guys. If you watched this movie and got through this episode, give yourself a little hug. Gold star. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Good day, madam. Bye. So <laughs> <laughs> that So defeated. <laughs> Pete's team sucks. And I think he's. <laughs> he... <laughs> he's so bitter.